Welcome to episode 67 of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. Hello, once again, I am the Stacey Harris, your host here at Hit the Mic, and this is episode 67. Uh, I'm really excited today. We're going to be talking to uh, Nicole, and we're going to be talking uh, to her about stress. Yes, that pause is necessary because stress is intense and it's, it's tough. And I'm, I I think it's something that we, we all deal with. Uh, so we're going to be talking to her about how to deal with it and how to have less of it. And it's, it's a really awesome conversation. So I'm excited. I'm also excited to be featuring a, that's right. iTunes review. Uh, thanks to Beth Ann of brilliantbusinessmoms.com for leaving a review over at iTunes. She says, helpful and down to earth. Stacy does a great job of sharing concise advice in a way that anyone can understand. Stacy, I love that you shared on the, what you shared on the future of podcasting. And it just confirmed my sister and I are launching our podcast, uh, was absolutely the right move. Also, you just gave me the kick in the pants I needed to get my little behind over to Google+. Thanks again, Stacey, Bethann. Uh, thanks, Bethann, for listening and reviewing. And uh, that's spectacular that you're on Google+. And be sure to uh, to email me or, or drop me on Twitter a link to your podcast because I want to check it out. Cool. I, I love reviews. So be sure to head over to iTunes or Stitcher to leave a review. If you go to the show notes for this page or for this episode or any episode, um, you'll find uh, a link to iTunes and Stitcher. So you can subscribe, uh, you can review, all of that good stuff. Uh, for this show, go to thestacyharris.com slash episode 67 and you will find all of the stuff I mentioned along with some more information about Nicole and, of course, links to the cool happenings. Uh, in the spirit of you being motivated to uh, start your podcast and on the right foot, Bethann, I want to remind everybody to that the Rockstar Guide to Podcasting uh, comes out on Tuesday, July 1st. So be sure to grab your access now. Uh, just a word of warning, the price is going to be going up soon. It's currently $99 and it's going to be going up to $197 very shortly. So if you want to take advantage of that $99 price point, I would uh, I would act sooner rather than later because in the next few weeks, um, actually I can give you the date if you'd like, July 15th, we're going to be doing some cool stuff um, here on the show, including including raising the price of the Rockstar Guides. Um, all three of them, the Rockstar Guide to Google+, the Rockstar Guide to Facebook, and the Rockstar Guide to Podcasting are all going to be going up to $197. Uh, and yeah, so be sure to grab your access to that now. Um, also on July 15th, just a, a heads up, I'm doing a live show. We're going to talk about ideal clients, so be sure to mark some time on your calendar. I will do it at uh, 2 o'clock Pacific time. So it's 5 Eastern on July 15th. There'll be a live episode of the show. Again, so bring your uh, bring your questions about ideal client avatars and uh, figuring out who your ideal client is and why it's important uh, and all that good stuff. Because it'll be a live show and I love live shows. All right. I've yammered enough. Let's talk about Nicole. Nicole Aloya is a stressless coach who helps smart yet stressed women center themselves, develop self-care plans that stick, and transform their relationship to stress for life at NicoleAloya.com. 
Nicole helps teach you simple ways to become mindful in your everyday life and help you learn to be kind and compassionate towards yourself so that you can find your piece of peace in the midst of chaos. Join her five-day stress-less challenge at NicoleLaloya.com so that you can start living more right now. Uh, And you can find her challenge over at my uh, show notes page, and I will um, obviously talk more about that during the episode. So let's talk to Nicole. Okay, today we're talking stress, and that sounds scary, so I don't want you to hit stop and delete this episode because it's going to be good. We're going to talk about maybe not necessarily ways to stress less, but ways to deal with it better because I think that sounds like a more obtainable thing. So I'm joined by Nicole today. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Stacey. I am super, super looking forward to this because I think that there's not an entrepreneur on the planet who doesn't at some point during probably every day have to deal with being stressed out. (laughs) Absolutely not. I mean, we're all stressed all the time. It's just the way society is right now. Like yeah. We live on a stress-filled life. That's true. That's an excellent point. So before we dive in, I want to give you a minute to introduce yourself. Tell everybody a little bit about you. So I'm Nicole of NicoleLaloya.com, and I am a stressless coach and therapist. And I help women... Um, really kind of figure out why they're so stressed in their life and what they can do to change it. They really transform their relationship to stress so that it's not as overwhelming. It doesn't need to be as overwhelming. Um, So I help them figure out ways to do that through self-care, through mindfulness and other strategies, kind of building a better support system too. I love that. I I think that support system is key and I'm sure we'll we'll touch on that again um, as we're talking. The first thing I really want to dive in on is I think that there are a lot of philosophies and thoughts around people think that it'll make me stress out less and then you see you're stressed out about the fact that you're trying to do this and you're not feeling less stressed is that something that happens a lot like do people get stressed out about being stressed out and not being able to take advantage of stressing less yeah definitely because i think (laughs) like this big vicious cycle Because I think we, like, do these things to make ourselves stress less. Like, we'll, um, like, be like, oh, I had a rough day, so I'm just going to sit on the couch and watch TV. And then, like, five hours later, we haven't left the couch. And then we were, like, beating ourselves up because we're like, oh, my God, I just wasted five hours watching TV. So, or we'll call a friend and be like, I just want to talk about my bad day. But then you get into this whole venting thing where each of you are, like, kind of competing with how stressful your lives are. I love that point and that is something that I have consciously worked on because I feel like if I wallow in it for too long it just becomes worse so I give myself a set amount of wallow time (laughs) yeah I mean you you know and I think that's also the problem is that we try not to feel bad about it or we try not to feel stressed yeah all that does is sort of like really avoid the problem in the first place because if we're stressed it's telling us something something needs to change you know yeah it's a signal. I love um, that. The idea of the the stress being the symptom, not the problem. Right. Like, it's a sign, like, something's not right. Either you're unhappy at your job, you're not, you know, spreading out your workload properly, maybe you're in a, a tough relationship and you guys aren't dealing with your issues, maybe you're avoiding them. So it's really, really important, like, first of all, to really sort of feel your stress, like, feel it. Um, because that's also when you start to pay attention to how you feel when you're stressed, it's good because then you know something's going on. What can I do about it? Rather than like, uh-oh, I don't feel good. Let me, you know, 
um, eat some chocolate. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That is a perfectly good response. Um, so A square, not a bar. <laughs> yeah, not like eight pounds. Right. Um, so what is it that we should be looking out for as signs to stress so we can sort of acknowledge that and deal with it before we're, you know, elbow deep in a gallon of something unhealthy, like Rocky right. Road ice cream, which is delicious. <laughs> so everyone has kind of different ways that they deal with it. Some people might feel tired all the time. Some people might feel headachy all the time. Um, some people might feel tension in their body, you know, their back hurts, their, their, their neck hurts, they're sore all the time. Um, some people start realizing that they're not exercising as much or they're eating unhealthy. So it's really, really, you know, being aware. And I think that's really what the problem is, is because we have so many ways to sort of drown real life out, you know, with Mm -hmm. with texting, with, um, you know, candy crush on your iPhone, (laughs) times that you can be doing things to really, you know, make your life easier and tackle the problems. We sort of just like, you know, bury our head in the sands a little bit. Okay, so Part of the mindfulness is not necessarily being aware, like mindful around the situation, but just being mindful of what is going on in your own body because that's going to be yeah. an indicator. Absolutely. Because awesome. our body tells us what's going on, but a lot of times we just don't pay attention to it. Yes, a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> so when we acknowledge this and we're like, okay, this is not right, I'm having headaches all the time or whatever it is, sort of your trigger that, that this is not right. What is what is some sort of first steps we should take? Should we be like acknowledging it and thinking about what's causing it? Is that where we start? Yeah, I mean, I think one trying to figure out like what is what is going on that's stressful in my life right now. Because the other thing is that sometimes when we're stressed in one area of our life, we bring it home to the other areas, right. and that's not always necessary. If you have an awareness about it, like if you have a bad day at work, um, you know, then when you're home, like don't don't take it out on everybody in your household and make that bad as well. You know, like sort of leave it where it is. And the reverse happens a lot too. Maybe you had a fight with your husband the night before or your partner or your, you know, your mom, whatever. And then the next day you're, you're trying to do your work, especially as an entrepreneur, you know, because we kind of work all the time. Um, and then you're bringing it into that, you know, and you can't focus and you're distracted. Especially when you work from home and it's not like you've left this place that stressed you out. Exactly. <laughs> you're still there. <laughs> right. And your breaks are on the same couch that you're working from sometimes. Yeah. So there's really no separation for us. That's always so sad. It's true, though. It, it is yeah. really true. Yeah. We forget that it's important to, like, step outside for a little bit wherever, you know. All right, so we've acknowledged that we're stressed. We've, mm-hmm. we've, we've separated, you know, we've isolated maybe is a better word, what's causing it. How do we deal with it? Um, you know, well, you deal with it by really kind of figuring out what the problem is, um, like identifying what's going on, and then, you know, staying aware about it. Like if you okay. tune it out, if you kind of zone out, 
and you're like disconnecting from it, it's never going to really get solved. It's always going to be lurking. So it's really kind of being mindful about it and, and setting intentions as you kind of do some stress management. Maybe you're just worn out because you've been working so hard. So like, fine, that's awesome that you're going to like sit on the couch and watch TV, but set the intention like, you know what, I'm going to sit on this couch. I'm going to put the computer away. I'm going to put my phone away and like, I'm going to enjoy, enjoy an episode of, you know, whatever, whatever you makes you happy. Like I love the Mindy show. So like, you oh, know, that take show. that. I know. Awesome. Right. So take that half hour. Enjoy that show. Set the intention that that's your time to relax. But like, don't get into that funk, you know, like don't let yourself fall into that funk where it's like, oh, I need five more episodes, you know, like get up after that episode. Stretch, you know, check your email, get a drink, whatever, you know, and just sort of do things that are good for yourself. That's easier with the mini project than it is with something like, you know, Revenge or Scandal, where you're like, no, I need more. Yes, don't choose those. I try not to watch those shows when I'm stressed, because I find even when I'm not stressed, those shows stress me out a little bit. Exactly, because you're like, what's going to happen next? It's like good stress, though, because I love it. It's fun. It's fun stress. But don't you do that while you're, like, having your bad days, because that's when you really, like, zone out too much. Yeah. I, I like that balance. So... What is it that, you know, maybe, I, and I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this are probably there already, especially with the title of the show, but what if they're already there, they're in stress, they're overwhelmed with stress, and they, you know, an, a half an hour of, of a, a delightfully right. wonderful television show is maybe not going to be their help. What are some steps that can kind of take to to get out of this funk? I know you've got a, a five-day stressless challenge. Is that something they can kind of work through to to help them get out of this like yeah yeah that is helpful because it's sort of i have a five-day stressless challenge where each day for five days they're emailed like a different kind of stress management technique to try out you know and each one honestly is like less than i think maybe they're like 10 minutes each so it's kind of giving you a taste of different things to try because different things work for different people you know some people like working you know for long periods of time works better for them for like three or four hours straight in a Some people, they cannot do that. They need to set it up in blocks, you know, 30 Mm -hmm. minutes here, 10 minute break. So, you know, this really sort of just gives you ideas of like different things you can do so that your mind is not constantly running all the time with everything that you need to do. Um, so when you try that stressless challenge out, you could see like what really works for me. What did I enjoy doing? You know, and then you can really do that more frequently. But I think the, the main problem that people have is that they really want overnight results. Yeah. You know, when you're stressed, you want immediate, immediate relief. (laughs) Well, I think we want that with everything. Like with everything. (laughs) I literally ordered dinner a couple weeks ago and I was like, it's been 15 minutes. Like, come on people. Like they couldn't have driven to my house in 15 minutes, much less cooked my food. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that is actually like a big contributor to our stress today. We want, you know, we're, we're an instantaneous, like kind of society. We want things instantly. Instant gratification always. So I think it's really also about like, you know, I said setting the intention. So instead of being like, oh my God, I hate, you know, I really need to like organize my house because I don't know about you, but when I'm working at home, it gets a little sloppy sometimes. It happens. You drop things here, you drop things there, you know, you have piles of papers, um, and you don't want to put it away because you're working on it again tomorrow, so why bother? But, like, that just feels uncomfortable, you know, like, cuts into your space, it cuts into your energy, 
So we, so we start to ignore it, you know, and then we're, once again, we're not really being present because we're not even enjoying our home. Yeah. I used to be terrible about that. And this is something I will share that I have stopped doing because my desk, I have this, I have a massive like desktop. Right. And it's, it's clean when I end my day every day, because if I walk into my office in the morning and it, all that stuff is there, it's right. All I want to do is leave again. Right. So like, that's something I do every day now. Because if I don't, I freak out in the morning. And that's an awesome example because I'm sure initially when you started doing that, you're like, oh, this sucks. This takes an extra five minutes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just want to end my day, you know? But, like, when you really think about how you feel when you see that clean desk, like, at the end of the day and in the morning, like, that's what you really have to focus on as you choose your things is how are you going to feel after it? I even, like, close my programs and my browser windows and stuff on my computer because if I used to, like, I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to be right back in Photoshop in the morning. I'll just save this, leave it open, it'll be fine. Like, nope, it's all closed. So when I open, all I see is my desktop, like, my my. Ooh, I like that idea. And I'm like, okay. And I get all crazy if I, I have a big iMac and I get all crazy if I have more than one column of icons. <laughs> like, on, there's too much stuff on my desktop. Like, it right. really, it bothers me. No, you know what's funny is I did like a, a blog on spring cleaning and I said clean your computer desktop because it gets overloaded and you yeah. see all those things on there and it's like, oh, I got to organize these, I got to do this and then that becomes another thing that gets out of control and every time you see it, you think, oh, another thing for me to do. It just feels like more stuff I have to be dealing with. <laughs> exactly. And I don't want to do that. No, because we're already doing so much. Yeah. I love that. So besides sort of, you know, cleaning up our space, is there one other sort of actionable thing? Maybe it's one of the the challenge things you talk about that we could be dealing with this stress. I mean, I don't think we're going to do anything to completely make it go away and not be stressed out ever right. again. I think right. it's really about, like I said earlier, dealing with it. But so right. what's another way we can do that? Well, it's really about like figuring out like self-care for you. So like one, ask for help. And like we sort of t- like brushed on the support system before. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like so many times we have these expectations that people are going to know what we need and we don't yeah. tell them. You mean they, and, don't just, they don't just sense that I need them right. to like go get the mail or go grocery shopping? Right, exactly. Crazy, right? <laughs> I think why are really about this with their husbands? Like you should just know what I need. Like, no, right. not really. But then how many times have they asked us what we need or what do we, what can we use help with? And we're like, nothing, nothing, you know, I've got it all. I can handle it. (laughs) Yeah. So we're not even aware. We're not even identifying like what, what can we really use help with? And then we're angry when they're not helping us, even if they've asked us if they, if we need help sometimes, Mm -hmm. like we expect people to just kind of read our minds make decisions for us in what we need help the most with. And that's really also sets you up for a lot of stress. I think that's a great point. And also, and I've talked about this in past episodes and as a guest on episodes, I've talked about this a lot, but when you think about this, remember it can be things outside of your business. Like I do almost nothing around my house. (laughs) (laughs) I I rarely cook. I don't ever clean. (laughs) I don't do laundry. (laughs) My family helps with these things. And so it's like, but then on the flip side, like you have to let it go. You can't then critique the job they did. Like, yeah, that's you didn't the buy other this. Well, you didn't tell me to. <laughs> right, exactly. So it's really like learning to say, you know, and sometimes the other thing that we have a tendency to do is we kind of look to the wrong people for help for certain things. Yeah. 
like we go to the wrong friends for help when we know that they're not going to like sit and listen to us, right? You know, or they're not going to you know come to a restaurant near our house to save us some time, and then we're angry. Um, so I think it's really about like kind of assessing who who is your support system, who can you go to for certain things, and who can you not go to for certain things. And we shouldn't rely on any one person to do any, everything for us or to be able to do everything that we need for us. You know, just like we can't be responsible for doing everything for for other people too. I think that's a great reminder, especially for entrepreneurs, because I see this. I, I, I talk to my entrepreneur friends about this all the time is they're like my friends with regular jobs don't get this like they right. don't understand what I'm doing and vice versa you're like well why would you deal with your boss as a jackass quit and start a business like, you know what I mean like <laughs> you, there's not a one right way so like right. you sort of you have this fundamental like I don't understand what your problem is just get yeah. stuff together and you're you know you're normally employed friend who has a date you know a regular nine to five is like well why would you put yourself through all of that why wouldn't you just have a steady paycheck Right. It's so funny because I, that is my one thing that I really never understand is why people stay at miserable jobs. Like that's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and it's so hard because that's my thing that I yeah. put on other people, you know? And everybody has that thing. So I love that concept of going to, you know, when I have business stuff, I go to my business friends because I know that they will get right. what I'm talking about and be able to give me an educated response back. And even amongst your business friends, you probably have the people that you go to to help you with a tagline or a headline or yeah. something like that. And then the people you go to when they're, when you want, you know, another set of eyes on a design that you're doing. Yeah. So even there, like, you can't expect your entrepreneur friends to be able to, like, give you the perfect feedback for every part of your business either. And on the flip side, I also, and this is something that I have to be really conscientious of because I tend to want to go to people to ask them questions when I know that they will agree with me. I don't go ask them questions if I know they're going to disagree with me because I'm like, no, I just want you to just tell me yes. (laughs) And so I think that's a really good thing to remember too is like don't just go to the person that's going to go, you're right, that guy was a jackass. It is all him. When it was probably my fault. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's just about being real and like, like once again, when, when you do make an error, you do make a fault, like just experience like how that feels bad to you. And then you're going to be able to move on from it. You know what I mean? And be kind to yourself because when you don't do that, when you like try to blame other people, like we know when things are really our issue, we know (laughs) when things are really our fault. We're not lying to ourselves. And it really causes like a disconnect with yourself because you're not really feeling your emotions. Yeah. I am especially guilty of this, like, not so much in work, but in my personal life. Like, I think we we do this a lot with, like, our spouses or our partners. Yeah. Where we're like, oh, no, no, it was totally his fault that he didn't X, Y, Z. And it's, we're like, let's not talk about the fact that I randomly started that fight because I was in a bad mood because the client annoyed me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then it's it's just really, and that's why you have to leave, like, work stuff at work and home stuff at home, even when you work at home. Um, because it's just, it kind of like falls all over the place and it gets really, really messy then. I love that. Awesome. Well, this has been fantastic. And I think everybody, you guys got some seriously actionable stuff. So tell us where we can, you know, point people to connect with you, learn more, work with you. If they're having like this crazy overwhelm right now, like everything we just said, they were like, yes, please make this stop. (laughs) <laughs> well, you can find me at NicoleLaloya.com, and that's N-I-C-O-L-E-L-I-L-O-I-A.com. Um, and, you know, you could hit me up over there, just send me a message, whatever. 
Um, and let me know what's going on, you know, and check out my blog because I might have already hit up some of your questions in, in some of my writing already. Perfect. And I'll have links to Nicole's blog and the five day stressless challenge that we talked about. Cause I think that is a great place for you to start. Yeah. Um, it's a great place yeah. just to get some actionable direction because we need direction, you know, we mm-hmm. shouldn't be putting it on ourselves to figure out everything like, you know, like my house is messy and this is overwhelming and I need more money and, you know, ask for help and, and learn new things. And sometimes when you're in it, you're like the least qualified person to like look at it, make any decisions that are going to get you out of it. Exactly. But I just feel like, you know, we don't need to do the business thing alone. We don't need to do the life thing alone, you know? Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So I will have links to all of that. If you guys go to thestacyharris.com, you will find links to connect with Nicole. Thank you, Nicole, for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It was a blast. And thank you guys for listening. I will see you guys next time. Bye.